But I want to speak to you for the next few moments from this topic. How do we feed our faith in times of crisis? How do we feed our faith in times of crisis? And we go to Joshua chapter 1, and we will read from verse 8 to verse 9. I'm reading from the New International Version, and it says the following. It says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And that's the word of the Lord out of Joshua chapter 1 from verse 8 to verse 9. And by way of introduction, allow me to say to you this morning, the word of God is filled with moments of crisis. The word of God is filled with moments where we as the believers from cover to cover read where the heroes of faith come into crisis moments. Crisis moments that define the faith that it expounds and offers to those that, that does not read it but believe it and live it. You will be surprised this morning that the etymology and the origin of the word crisis is rooted not in catastrophe but in decision making. Because if you go to the original Greek version of the word, you will find it's not just connected to a catastrophic moment, but it speaks about what decisions will we make in a time of crisis, in a time of we not knowing where to turn and what to do. Thus, I want to say to you, crisis is, a, is good for us because it presents us with an opportunity to decide a different path to that which we have been on for some time. The COVID-19 pandemic is a crisis that turned the mirror on humanity to choose a different path. Therefore, the church of God is presented with a great opportunity. Every crisis is an opportunity. The question is not what, not just what are we relegated to, what decisions we are making to change our behavior, but what is God doing in this very moment? To align our decisions with His decisions. What is God doing and what is God saying to the church at large? What is God saying to each and every believer out there? What is God saying to us we need to do in a moment of crisis? Where do we need to turn when crisis hits us? I want to say this to each and everybody. Last night, as I was watching the broadcast of Dr. Samuel Chant, he said over the Leadwell broadcast last night that acknowledging your humanity does not deny God's divinity. Crisis is always around us. And as children of God, we must recognize that we don't live in a bubble. And our faith will be tested. Our faith will be tried. Our faith will also be strengthened in a moment of crisis. Now, if we reflect on the text that we just read, if we reflect on Joshua chapter 1 to 8 and verse 9, Joshua and the people of Israel face a crisis of leadership. A crisis of are they prepared to walk into the promised land without out Moses, their leader? Because for some time, Moses has led them. For some time, Moses was the anointed prophet of the Lord Most High. So Moses led them out of slavery. 
and it is not there and is not there to lead them into the promise of God. Joshua had a decision to make. Joshua had to understand. It's a decision that he can't turn from. It's a decision he has to embrace. It's a crisis made entirely for Joshua. I want to tell you this morning, yes, the world is ravaged with the COVID-19 pandemic, but it is a crisis made for the church to stand up and to show that we serve the Lord Most High and He is God over all. He is still in control. I submit to you this morning that crisis we are in is God showing up differently in the world and He's saying to we, the church, His holy body of believers, time for you to show up differently. I want to remind you in Acts chapter 2, it teaches us that the church of God was born out of crisis. The church of God was born in a moment where the 120 were in the upper room not understanding what they were to do because Jesus ascended into heaven. And yes, he gave them a promise. And I want to tell you this this morning, church of God, there is a promise even in the moment of crisis. He said that when the Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. You will receive power. And church, I'm here to tell you, we will receive more of His power. We will receive more of who God is, even in this moment. So the church was born in a moment of crisis. And allow me to lift again the key understanding of the sermon. Every crisis in life presents a God opportunity. You and I, we are positioned in faith and in favor to advance the purposes of God in every moment. Whether good or bad, we advance His purposes. The COVID-19 pandemic spread has given the sons and daughters of God the platform to show up in the world. Romans 8 verse 19 says, For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. In this time, don't spread fear but faith. In this time, don't spread worry and anxiety, but spread the peace of God wherever we are. We have to understand Matthew 5, 14 and 16, Jesus tells us, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven i want to tell you this this morning it is time for the church of god to experience a outflow of glory that will cause us to do greater deeds good deeds good works for the lord because we have to show up in this moment of crisis in faith in power and the full revelation that god is in control he is god overall but what do we learn from this number one faith will flourish when everybody is anxious favor is not an i thing but a we thing faith and deeds it's the cornerstone of our Christian practice and belief. The children of light must stand up and shine for Jesus in these moments. God wants us out of the walls of the church. And He wants us to be church to someone that needs it the most. 
So my key takeaways in the next few moments that we have together. How do we feed our faith in times of crisis? How do we feed what we are trusting God for? What we are believing God for in a time of crisis? How do we feed our faith? Number one, you have to feed on God's wisdom. You have to feed on God's wisdom. Hear me now, church. We have to feed on God's wisdom. He, is, he alone knows where we are going. He alone knows what tomorrow will hold. He alone knows when this, this pandemic will have its end. So we feed on God's wisdom. Proverbs 9, 10 to 12 says, The fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you will be the one to suffer. Feed on God's wisdom. In this time of crisis, ask him, how do I understand more? How do I have a better understanding of your word? How do I have a better understanding of grace? How do I have a better understanding of what you are saying in this time? So first thing we do to feed our faith in a time of crisis is to feed on God's wisdom. Feed on his wisdom. Number two, feed on God's power and presence. Feed on his power and his presence. Psalms 91, 1 to 3 in the New Living Translation says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust Him. For He will rescue you from, the, from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. In a time of crisis, when we feed our faith, I said to you, number one, feed on God's wisdom. Now, number two, feed on God's presence and power. Feed on His presence and power. Understand that this is the moment we need to seek Him more. We must ask more of His presence, more of His glory, more of His might. We must go into the secret place, the intimate place of our gatherings in our homes, in our offices. And we must cry on the name of the Lord for those that are infected and affected, those that are vulnerable, those that are in a moment of toil and turmoil and trouble in their lives. This is a moment where we need more of God's presence and His power. Number three, we must feed on God's concern for others. We must feed on God's concern for others. I said to you already, in times of crisis, favor is not an I thing. It's not about me. Now it becomes a we thing. It becomes an understanding that I must have concern for others. You know why? Because God has concern for others. His heart is for the world. His heart is for those that do not know Him. And now we need to be in a place where we share His concern. First Thessalonians 3 and 12 says to us, And may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow, just as your love for you overflows. 
So what is God saying to us? In this moment of crisis, let your love overflow. Let it grow for others. Call, text, send an email. Find out how others are doing in this moment of crisis because you are feeding on God's concern for others. You are asking the question, what more can I do in my personal capacity? What more can I do with my family? What more can I do with my business? What more can the church do? Because again, favor is not an I thing, it's a we thing. How do I lift others when they can't lift themselves? Three things to do for you in the time of crisis. Feed on God's wisdom. Feed on God's presence and power. Feed on God's concern for others. This is how you will build your faith. This is how you will build your discernment, your grace upon your life, the anointing upon you to increase, to overflow, and to touch others. I want to end this off by telling you a few things. The question I asked myself is this. When I started the sermon, we read out of Joshua 1, 8 to 9. And I said to you in the time of great crisis for Joshua, the Lord birthed a new leader in Israel. When Moses was no longer there, God birthed a new understanding of the promise that he gave Israel. He birthed a new understanding of where Joshua needed to take his people. Then when the church was born in Acts chapter 2, he birthed a new understanding that, listen, redemption has come to all the world. When, when Peter and the 120 found themselves in the upper room, fearful, hiding, God gave him the spirit of power and might. And the Lord said to him, Peter, stand up and preach the gospel. Things are birthed in times of crisis. Things are birthed when we the church of God understand. So what are those things that God must birth in the church of God at the moment of COVID pandemic to a COVID-19 pandemic? This is what God is birthing. He births godly leadership. Time for godly leadership to arise. He births godly reverence. Because now what is happening to the church, we can't come together anymore. But we are found in his house. Where does godly reverence start? It starts in our home, teaching it to our children. Being diligent and disciplined in bringing about what God wants to do. And the third thing that is born in times of crisis, God births godly direction. Because now we need his vision. We need his sight. We need his understanding how do i feed my faith in times of crisis just to recap and just to tell you again we do the following things we feed on god's wisdom feed on god's presence and power feed on god's concern for others if you don't know jesus where you are i want you to raise your hands and i want you to say this prayer after me say lord jesus for too long i've kept you out of my life I know that I'm a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I am ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to the earth. I believe you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, 
and be my savior. Amen. Church, where you are in your homes, take the hands of the person standing next to you. And I want you to start praying with me in the few moments that we have left. Start praying that the, the goodness of the Lord will find his people. Start praying that as the church, we will move in a different understanding. That we will truly feed our faith even in times of crisis. Pray with me. Father, we are thankful this morning that as the house of God, we can raise and lift you high. Father, we are thankful that we are never without your wisdom. Never without your protection. Never without your direction. Even though, Father, we are online, we can send your glory to every home. Where your people are meeting right now, send your glory. Send your grace. Send your greatness. Send, oh God, grace into that family. Father, as we are in an unprecedented moment of time, you hold time in your hand. You hold grace in your hand. You hold our very lives in your hand. And this morning we pray as the body of believers. We pray as the church of God. We seek your face greater than before. We seek your face more and more. We pray for those that are infected this morning. We pray for those that are infected this morning. We pray for those that are struggling, those that are vulnerable. We put your mighty hand upon their lives and we decree that the Spirit of the Lord is with them. The Spirit of the Lord will cover them. We pray for protection. We pray for healing. We pray, oh God, that the wisdom of the Lord will come onto scientists, will come onto medical professionals, that they, Father, will hear from heaven. Those that are godly will ask of you, oh God, for the cure, for the, for the vaccination they will ask of you to bring about an answer. You are the answer of this world, oh God. You alone can do it for us. And Father, as we stand with our families, I pray a blessing over every family this morning. I pray a blessing over every child, every mother and every father. I pray a blessing over that home, oh God, where they are watching us, where they are part of what you are doing. Thank you that you are touching them. Thank you that you are showing up. In their midst, oh God. And you are telling them, peace, be still. Be still for I am still God. I am with you. I will deliver, I will redeem, and I will save. Thank you that you are the answer. And you will bless your people. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen.